First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. It was Michael Zarafa just in the last 10 to 20 minutes has claimed victory in the second round. Obviously, a lot more action in the second round compared to the first with Zarafa landing some harder shots as Harbin came forward and Zarafa dropped him and the Queenslander went down hurt and ultimately a win for Michael Zarafa continuing on his impressive reputation in the ring. And joining me to dissect the fight itself, one of the great boxing journalists, particularly here not only in Melbourne but also in Australia, Peter Matiatis, who hosted, of course, Radio Ringside on this station for many years at the KO Boxing Show on Channel 31. He joins us on the line to review the fight. How are you, Peter? I'm great, Damien, and what a fight night it has been. Absolutely, and we can talk about the undercard as well briefly, but did it play out the way you expected, Michael Zarafa, getting the victory in the second round? Did you think Harbin was capable of probably a greater duration? Look, I know Michael Zarafa's tough because I turned him pro and I managed him for the first 15 professional fights of his career and I took him to Russia and he fought for a WBA World Youth title against Mamadov, a tough Russian, and that was in minus eight degrees. And he lost on points, but he, he's had that grounding. He's fought Peter Quinlan in America. He's fought Cal Brook in England. This guy's been on the road and he's done it tough and he's got world-class skills, so... Hardman hasn't fought anyone, and Hardman's always had it his own way. So now that he's actually, you know, travelled to Melbourne into Rafa's own backyard, and Michael's Rafa's very hard to beat in Melbourne, the confidence was up. The first round, I knew it wouldn't go the distance, so Rafa would mm. stop him. Yeah, you got the sense in the first round because Zarafa got a good left jab just to set the tone in the first round. Harper was trying to stalk his opponent, but barely for a punch in the first minute and a half. So you could tell something was a brewing early on. You could tell, and, and Michael's moving well and circling him, and Hardman's footwork just wasn't up to where it should be to cut off the ring. You could just see that Michael Zarafa was a different level to Hardman, and um, and it, it paid off. I mean, Hardman in the second round got a little overzealous, started overreaching, looking for big blows, trying to force a pace early, and obviously walked into a big check left pull from Michael Zarafa. He didn't handle it well. He went down, mm. and he just didn't recover. When he got up, Zarafa went for the finish. Obviously, he knew that Hardman was on wobbly legs and made sure that he finished the fight. What did you make of the finish? Uh, ultimately, there was a few yelling matches there as well, and Ben David describing some distasteful moments. I think that was a direct quote in the commentary. What did you make of, obviously, that in the context of the build-up where it was pretty heated in the lead-up? I didn't like it. I don't think boxing should be painted in that picture, and you don't really need it because once the fight starts, you fight. You don't do it at press conferences. You don't carry on like that. That's not a good image for the sport. I mean, I was involved with Manny Pacquiao, and when you go Manny Pacquiao, he just smiles and wishes his opponent all the best before the fight because you know when the fight starts, you know, that's when the action starts. You don't need to be doing it 
the press conference and weigh-ins and stuff like that. It's it's pointless. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's said to be echoed by a lot of people. What about Zarafa going forward uh, in regards to what this means for his confidence, this victory, in the sense of how comprehensive it was? Yeah, I mean, it's a massive win now and he pushes forward. But uh, I think there's a rematch clause. I mean, would you take that rematch clause now if you're Hardman? I wouldn't personally. I don't no. think he beats Zarafa. You know, but you don't know. I mean, this now sets up Zarafa for big, bigger international fights and get him up there on the world circuit again. So it's going to be interesting to see how uh, how he handles it moving forward now. Yeah, it's a good point you make. And given that you have known him personally over the journey, do you think he's evolved as a person in the way that he's handled the publicity and obviously his career as well? Has, has he changed as a person to your eye? No, he's always been the same. He's very respectful. He trains hard. He's dedicated. And uh, he's pretty humble. He's a really good... Hard-working kid, he's an athlete, so you know he, he's he's where he's he's been because he works hard. It doesn't happen by accident. All right, and uh, the publicity surrounding the fight, obviously in the context of the Tyson Fury situation later on this week, I suppose there's a little bit of an underbelly to the enthusiasm surrounding boxing at the moment. It's somewhat of an entree for a lot of Australian boxing fans leading into the big international fight later on at Wembley. Yeah, 93,000 Unbelievable. Dylan White, I mean, he's a massive puncher. This is going to be an interesting fight because, um, you know, I, I rate Dylan White very, very highly. So uh, it's going to be interesting how this fight goes. Obviously, Tyson Fury is the best heavyweight in the world at the moment and the hardest to beat. But if his mentality just slips at one moment, Dylan White's going to be dangerous, especially early in the fight. No doubt about that. And how about the build-up? As you mentioned, I think they're expecting 94,000 fans at Wembley, so it'll be a massive build-up. It already is a massive build-up, really. And I noticed that uh, Dylan White has been taking credit for building up Tyson Fury early in his career. I suppose you expect these verbal stouches in a way in the press in the lead-up to the fight, but uh, ultimately it's up to the individual regardless of who helps them. I know uh, there are obviously mentors along the way, but what did you make of that comment? Yeah, of course. Look, it's it's all mind games, obviously, you know. And when the fight starts, the, the look, it, it's going to be in reality one of the classic heavyweight fights because ninety three, ninety four thousand screaming fans, and you know the heavyweight championship of the world. And Dylan White, make no mistake, he can knock anyone out if he hits them. He's got that home run power. Yeah. And um, Tyson Fury, though, six foot nine, boxes very well very tough as well. We saw him against Wilder. He went down and he got up and he kept fighting. So he, he might go down a couple of times in the fight. That wouldn't surprise me. But you know he's always going to get up. Mm, that's right. That and type of guy. You like he's that persistence. That yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. Just having a look at the undercard from earlier tonight in Melbourne, uh, it's obviously noteworthy to mention that uh, Chanika Sugar Johnson is a new IBF women's super bantamweight title holder, a new world champion from an Australian point of view. Uh, what did you make of that fight on the scorecards? Split decision. It was a really close fight and good on Chanika Johnson. I mean, she won a vacant title up against a real tough Mexican girl and now she can, you know, pursue a career overseas. This this is a carriage she needs now to move forward, and she's got now credit to get a fight overseas. And we saw now how female boxing's really taken off, and it's big in England. Hopefully she gets a payday somewhere. She can capitalise on this opportunity because it was a very tough fight for her tonight. 
Yeah, absolutely right. And uh, very vocal, of course, and rightly so after such an intense... With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Fight. Hey, really appreciate your time ultimately to dissect the fight pretty much within the, I guess, the 20 minutes after its conclusion, Peter. Really appreciate it as always. And thanks again for your dissection. No, thank you, Damien. Keep up the great work, guys. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.